I'm Gabby. I'm Ren. And you're listening to This American Badge. Gabby, what up? Oh my god, I forgot how to do podcasts. I'm scared. No, we're gonna be fine. I remember everything. I know you. Um, we have a new microphone. It's its name is Blue. Its name actually is Blue. Uh, it looks like um one of the like the chairs from a Clockwork Orange. That's that's what I thought when I looked oh, at it. Oh, I thought the spaceship from Contact. That's probably more a more relevant current reference. Um, I bet those came out in the same year. The movies, <laughs> not the books. Both are based on books. Both of it, they def- definitely did not come out even probably within 20 years of each other. You know what? I'm actually uh, so young, it's very hard for me to remember old things like I, that. I know. It's all just, it's a mush of the past to you. I know. It's actually my birthday week. Oh. Happy birthday, Lauren. Thank you. Everybody say happy birthday to Lauren. <gasps> We're pausing there for people to say happy birthday. Oh, yes. That breath was me releasing my kegel. <laughs> Because birthday kegel, I'm gonna blow out the candles on my birthday kegel. <laughs> um, my friend who works in uh, medical vaginary, I know there's a term for that. I believe it's called it's OB. pronounced vaginary. Vaginary. She goes to vaginary school, and she said basically what women don't know about giving birth is that your cervix and uterus will distend. And, like, at some point when your child's, like, two, like, you will, they will just fall out of your hole and you will have a little, like, vagina penis hanging thing if you don't do kegels. Like, it'll pop out? It will pop out and you'll have to go, the like, get this surgery where basically they just, like, stuff it back in like it's, like, hot pocket insides <laughs> oozing out of a hot pocket. And you're like, no, I want to eat the insides with this bite. So you push it back in. So you're talking about it literally, like, inverting out, like, one of those little, like, squeeze dolls where the eyes pop out? Yeah. You know what? Mm -hmm. This podcast is called This American Vag, and this might be the first time we've given any, like, service tips about a vagina. Well, I mean, this is incredibly informative for me. Oh, yeah. Now, you're saying... You should start squeezing right now. We should all start squeezing right now. I hope you guys do some birthday squeezes for me. I'm turning 31, so if you want to do 31 a day... That would be good. Yeah, your party should be, we should all just do like 31 at you. Yeah, so it'll be like Scientology where I have a moment of silence, but really everyone will just be doing kegels. <laughs> that's what I would like. It's my birthday wish. I don't think that's too hard to Yeah, to and then I will blow out the candles with one very strong release. Wow. That's yeah. a true master. I know. Um, um, the real tragedy here is that I tried to buy Lauren some Drew Barrymore brand wine for her birthday. Because Gabby is the best. I don't know if you guys knew this. Drew Barrymore has her own line. Uh, only Pinot Grigio. So you can be like the grossest while you celebrate Drew Barrymore. <laughs> and the West. How do you think she pronounces it? I, you, I, Pinot Grigio. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's Pinot, Pinot Grigio. It's not really fair for me. I have a list. I, it's not really fair for me to make fun of Drew Barrymore's list. Do you think her list gets worse with each sip of wine? I think her list gets worse every time we make fun of her list. I don't think she has a list anymore. Oh, it's like an angel loses its pronunciation. <laughs> but I, I tried to buy uh, Lauren some Drew Barrymore wine, and it's only available in a few places in New York. I called one of them beforehand. A lady told me it was there. And then I went there. 
and I looked for it and I couldn't find it and I went up to the guy behind the counter and I was like where is your Pinot Grigio and he was like oh over here and I was like oh where is the American Pinot Grigio and he was like oh I don't think we have any American Pinot Grigio and I was like I'm, I'm pretty sure you do I think I talked to someone and he was like well what brand is it I was like it's from California and he was like oh what brand is it and I was like it is like Barrymore wine and he was like oh I don't know that one <laughs> Like, you've never heard of the Hollywood starlight. <laughs> but, the thing, like, it's only, like, in a few places, and I thought, like, oh, maybe, like, and I've heard from my friends who are, like, involved in food and winery, they're, like, it's actually surprisingly, like, good and highly rated, but I was, like, so, oh, maybe it's, like, a fancy wine, but then I pressed the, like, see all locations that sell it button on the website, and it's, like, Super Target. That's so weird. You can mostly buy it at Super Target. Oh, Drew. I wonder if it's so good because she adds, like, a bit of her magical fairy saliva to every bottle. I think that's probably it. Probably Probably inadvertently because she's lisping and spitting when she talks over the uncorked bottles. She's like, is it beautiful? I really do have a list. I really don't feel good about that. (laughs) You do not have that list. I do. I have a list. You can, like, wait, lisp. Oh, that's I, adorable. I have a list. I, there was one girl who was very mean to me about it in high school. That's horrible. But she lives on a uh, right-wing militia now in Maine collecting guns for what she believes is an oncoming race war. So I think I won that battle. God, would hate to be a black person with a list <laughs> and be in a room with be her. Be in a room with her. She is... That sounds bad. All trouble. All trouble. That sounds bad. If Drew Barrymore has done one thing for women, it is make lisps adorable. Also, lisp is a really hard thing to say. Well, that's a fucked up thing. That if you have a lisp, like that's when everyone, like when you say lisp, right? Everyone. The, what know. is? It's like not an onomatopoeia because that would be if lisp sounded like lisp. Yeah, but like there should be a word for that for a word that is a cruel test that proves yes. you have whatever problem. Yes, it's exactly. Yeah. We'll make up a a word in our next episode. But um, I was surprised to find out that Drew Barrymore is, like, allowed to drink wine. I, I read and was affected by Little Girl Lost. <laughs> and uh, I know all the things we do when we're 13 are not necessarily, like, binding for adulthood. But I, I, was, I was a little surprised. Right. Well, you think she would have gone to, like, AA or something. Well, I mean, and I think... Had, like, a lifelong pledge. Well, I mean, I didn't know if it had to be, like, a lifelong thing. Like, she was in AA at the end of Little Girl Lost. That's yeah. her, that memoir about being a preteen cocaine addict. Right. I, yeah, I wonder if you're a cocaine addict if you can't have alcohol. I think only... I feel like she drinks. I mean, I think she was also an alcoholic. Oh. Hmm. So. Hmm. I don't know. She's all better now. I mean, you know, I was very into the offspring when I was 13, and I'm better from that now, so. Yeah. Yeah. She's better, probably better from her problems from when she was 13, too. Um, you know what other celebrity, I, I actually shouldn't call him a celebrity, Mm -hmm. but what other kind of famous person has a vineyard who uh the guy from tool i did know that i don't know his name maynard keenan yes yeah and his vineyard is called merkin vineyard because you want some pubes in your wine that's consistent branding i think with the tool the whole tool thing yeah i guess so but, like, wine isn't really consistent branding with the Tool thing. I think it is, though, because, okay, I was also into Tool around the same time I was into the Offspring. <laughs> and it was also a time when I thought, like, the concept of a Merkin was very funny. Like, someone explained it to me in the eighth grade, and I was like, I can't believe it. That's amazing. And, you know, now you're an adult, and uh, you no longer like Tool, but then you hear about that, and you, but you are an adult who drinks wine, and you're like, oh, Merkin, oh, that takes me back to when I, when I loved South Park so much. Merkins are still funny. They're a little funny. 
there were, like Kate Winslet had to wear a merkin in the reader because she's waxed her cat so much. But that, that's like that's funny because it's that because of the context. But do you remember just being like thirteen, being like <laughs> wig of pubic hair? Yeah, that is funny. Do you think it's is that like a wig of pubic hair made from like Indian women's pubes the same way like wigs are made from Indian women's hair? No comment on this. <laughs> Am I going down a bad path? No comment on this at all. Or, like, what are they made of? I don't know. Are they actual pubes is what I'm asking, or are they synthetic? You are the journalist, Lauren. You you go find out and you report back. Okay, You are the award-winning journalist I will. I will. This will be my big feature for this year. You are the award-winning journalist. I am just someone who gets yelled at by Hawaii Five-O fans on the internet. (laughs) I've never won any awards. Well, I'm giving you an award now, for, but only if you complete... Okay. This mission. I will. I will. It seems like a good documentary. Go deep into the Merkin. In the world of Merkin. The world of competitive Merkins. Yeah. Good yeah. Thing. I bet they kill pigs in a very violent way. Oh, that's terrible. I know, but oh, all you... industries do. It's what I found out from documentaries. <laughs> you don't even think Goldman Sachs kills pigs, but they kill pigs figuratively in a very violent way. And literally on site. Yeah, and literally on site. Pig's blood. True. Um, I was just explaining to Gabby that I'm doing this uh, kind of subconscious protest against turning as old as I am, um, which is 31, where my room looks like a tropical storm blew through it, and for dinner I've been eating cream cheese with my finger straight out of the cream cheese container because my rationale is like, no 31-year-old could be this disgusting. And I've been getting stoned a lot, being like, 31-year-olds don't do this. I couldn't be turning 31. I I feel like that is kind of like 31. Like, I mean, I don't know. It isn't like, like when I was like 21, like I wished I could get it together to have like cream cheese on my finger for dinner. <laughs> like I'd be like, oh man, I really wish I had cream cheese, but I forgot to go to the store. And I also only buy all my groceries at the bodega. And also I don't buy any groceries. And also I only eat macaroni and cheese. <laughs> like I do have a used tampon, so I guess that will do. <laughs> I, when I was 21, I probably would have just been like, oh, I'm just going to go sleep and hope that when I wake up, I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> yeah, I did that a lot when I was 21, too, which yeah. is why I had the best fucking body. Why can't I do that anymore? I, I did not have the... I don't know. Yeah. Although other nights, I would trudge down and go get Cheetos and then wake up cuddling a bag of Cheetos with orange everywhere. I actually... I mostly ate, uh, like garlic and onion pretzel bits. Oh, I, I remember one. those. Yeah, there was real... You don't like honey mustard and onion? Oh, honey mustard, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah. God, they're so good. Those are really problematic. Sometimes, as a calorie-saving tip, I used to suck the flavor off and then throw away the pretzel. Oh, that's really horrifying. Wow. It's so horrifying. That's deeply horrifying. 31! I don't do that <laughs> anymore! I chew them! See, that's the difference. Yeah, there is a the... difference. I'm super grown up. You're do, you're doing you're trying to do an approximation of your early twenties, but yes. your early twenties are such a nightmare that actually you cannot you cannot approximate them. I think. Yes, I would like to say that your gift, which you did bring tonight, mm-hmm. does speak to your level of maturity as well. Uh, for Lauren's birthday, I got her some blue lollipops, and they are candy lollipops that depict uh, an Easter bunny with a large boner. Uh, like one of the best boners I've ever seen. I did make them myself. They're Thank beautiful. You. I was me saying like the artistry of them proves that you're very mature and you should teach an art class for seniors. 
You know, uh, the company that I bought that bunny with a boner mold from did send me a customer satisfaction survey. That's amazing. They're just like, are you pleased with your with your purchase? Like, they they start they sell everything with a boner candy molds. Is what I found out. What other kind of things? Uh, like uh, for holidays, like this is an Easter one, but there's like Santa with a boner, a ghost with a boner, a turkey with a boner, a leprechaun turkey with a boner. boner. Is kind of awesome. Yeah, you can get all of them. What about a veteran with a boner? I, I mean, I think you can just get those in real life. So. Oh, true. So true. No need to no need to depict it in candy. True. What about Martin Luther King with a boner? Again, not go not going there. We'll not go there. What about Abraham Lincoln with a boner? <laughs> we'll not go there. No. God damn it. <laughs> what about America with, with a boner? A, that would be... That's a big. flag would be funny with a boner. Oh, that'd be good. You should do that. Well, tell this company. <laughs> I've been thinking... How do we get jobs at this company? Well, I've been thinking of going into the adult candy business if my employment situation changes soon, so... Yeah. You know? You should. You'd be really good at it. I think I'd be Give good. me some of your ideas. Uh, the, just buying those molds and then filling them up with candy and then selling them... Is there something we can do with boobies? They have boobies, but I think it's less interesting. They just have, it's just boobies. Because everything really looks like boobies anyway. It's not like a rab, like an Easter bunny with boobies. It's just like boobies. Right. Like cupcakes look like boobies. Everything, okay, yeah, it's not that. They look like that girl's boobies from Varsity Blues, actually. When mm-hmm. I see cupcakes, I'm like, that's like that girl's boobies with frosting on them. So you do know about Varsity Blues. But I you do. don't remember who Scott Kahn is. No. You really I have no idea who he is. You extracted the wrong information from I remember James Vanderbeek and his mighty forehead and the girl with whipped cream on her boobies. Who was the girl with whipped cream on her boobies? I don't remember. Was that Allie Larder? Oh, I think it was. What happened to her? She had some babies. I bet her uterus distended. If she didn't do kegels, don't <laughs> sue us, Allie Larder. <laughs> I'm sure you've gotten the surgery by now because you're very rich. So I'm... Sure, her vagina is lovely. Unless she blew all that Varsity Blues money, mm. and the Final Destination money, oh god, and the Obsessed starring Beyonce money. Oh yeah, and the um, Sarah Connor Chronicles money. She wasn't in that, was she? No, she no. was in some TV show. I can't remember. Allie Larder, this segment was for you. Larder. So, uh, just to share with uh, everyone what's been going on in our lives lately, uh, the other night I read a bunch of descriptions of Goosebumps books on Wikipedia, and then I got a little scared when I took a shower with no one else in the house. And she didn't even call me to come over. You might be saying to yourself, those are books written for children, Gabby. Like, if you're my boyfriend who said that to me, that might be what you're thinking. But the difference is that the Wikipedia descriptions are written for adults, so now who's smart? Written for adults by teenagers. I mean, maybe by elementary schoolers. But yes. I yeah. mean, there's, there's, I never read those books. I was too old as a kid, but there's like a, like a lot of dead people in them. Yeah. You know what's actually a very scary Wikipedia page? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to Disney Lawsuits, a lot of scary molestation done by uh, people in Disney character costume. I thought that was an urban myth. No. Oh, wow. No. Although, there's this funny one on Wikipedia where this woman's case got thrown out because she said that, I believe it was um, maybe Goofy came up and, like, molested her and, like, rubbed his hand under her legs. 
And then uh, he said, like, some very disgusting thing. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, and then they brought him out in court, and he had inoperable stub arms yes. and could not have done that. Well, that's what you... I know. Is there anything like that on Pinterest? Um, there's a lot of tips about how to save money on a Disney World vacation, which reminds me that the thing I was actually supposed to start talking about was Pinterest and not how much Goosebumps books scare me, scared me then and scare me now. Pinterest has like a calming effect on your fears. Pinterest is very calming. Um, for those of you who did not hear our past episodes, we like to do some experiments of things that we find on Pinterest because Pinterest is a a tribute to the ongoing nightmare of trying to be a woman in contemporary society and why you should be able to make a lot of things from scratch even though you can buy them at a store and stuff like that. I feel like you need to go to grad school just to do a dissertation on Pinterest. I really wish I was still in college so I, I could do a dissertation I think you think about it a lot. Well, I started doing it to research stuff for this show, but now I go on there like like I don't like really smoke pot anymore or like drink that much, but I'll just go on Pinterest for like two, three hours and just like... Just kill all my brain cells. And because everything is just like, oh, this is like a way you can like make your wall into a chalkboard. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'll make all my walls into a chalkboard. Then then we'll see. I'll make all the cupcakes. <laughs> then we'll see how many games of Tic Tac Toe I win on the chalkboard. I'll win them all because I'll be there alone. <laughs> but um, so I meant to, I wanted to do another Pinterest experiment for today, but I got distracted trying to find the Drew Barrymore wine in time. And You're a very good friend. So I didn't get the stuff, but I just had a few notes on Pinterest in the many hours that I logged on there that I just wanted to share with you. Um, so I don't know if you guys go on Pinterest, probably not, but if you do go on Pinterest, you probably just like talk to your friends on Pinterest, uh, you know, it's like, like a Facebook type thing where you just like you look at the stuff that shares your interests, you know, with your friends. But if you go to, like, the main page, like, Pinterest All, where it's just, like, the most popular stuff, um, one of the things you will find there all the time is these wildly misattributed or made-up quotes where it'll <laughs> just be something attributed to a historical figure where it's, like, impossible that they would have said it. Like, a lot of people will attribute things to, like, Coco Chanel a lot, but they'll, like, use the word, like, fabulous. And, like, a, like no, she lived in, like, the 1930s and she was a Nazi. <laughs> but... <laughs> And she spoke French, but um, not that you can't translate French. But it'll be things like, you know, all women should own one sexy thong, like Gandhi. Or like, every woman is beautiful inside and out, like Albert Einstein. That's amazing. And those are all, like, you see them like over and over again. There was something going around with like Dr. Seuss that was like, people are awesome sauce. And you're like, that is... He never said that. I mean... Are you sure? He could have... One fish, two fish... People are awesome sauce. I love that book. Um, I didn't. The other thing uh, that I like on Pinterest, people will sometimes publicly post their uh, bucket list, like a little graphic that just illustrates all of their bucket their... list. Is their like bowel movements in the bucket for the day? No, you're thinking of elimination communication. That thing in the oh. with the little kids. Um, the bucket list is, you know, things you want to do before you die. Oh, right. And um, the thing I like about these most popular bucket lists is they're like a combination of things that are completely impossible, <laughs> and things that you could accomplish in like a three day weekend, right. added to things from the notebook. <laughs> So those are like the three elements. So it'll be like dance like no one's watching on the surface of the moon. And then it'll be like eat fried dough. And then it'll be like 
have have a love like Rachel McAdams in the notebook and have hair like Rachel McAdams in the notebook <laughs> on the moon. That's amazing. And then it's like footnote, make cupcakes out of all these items. Feel free to interpret dancing on the moon how you like. Make cupcakes that look like all of those. And yeah. then the next item on the bucket list is make cupcakes to represent every item on, on the, the bucket bu- list. And then eat them because that's like consuming them. So then, consumed your bucket list. Yeah. The end. Actually, that would be a very good Meta Pinterest site if you did like Meta Pinterest, I guess it would be called, dot com. Mm-hmm. And you just took a Pinterest uh, cupcake, scanned the image, and made cupcakes and then sold them with that Pinterest image on it. Wait, cupcakes with the photo image of a cupcake screened onto the cupcake? Well, that would be the site that comes after this one. For now, it's just, let's say you saw the picture of JFK with the quote, uh, Patron on ice. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's funny. That's from Pinterest. You would take that Pinterest post and you would scan it on a cupcake. Oh, you mean like when there's like a thing and it's like a quote and it's like, oh, gonna get crunk. And then it's like Helen Keller. Yeah. And you would put that on a cake. <laughs> to be fair, it was hard to understand her. Not, not going there. Sorry. Not sorry. going there. Not sorry. Going. Bad joke. <laughs> Bad joke. Sorry to all our deaf listeners. Oh, Lauren, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> So, I wanted to talk about science. Teach me about science. Two plus two equals... Science. Yes. Not math. That wasn't math. Two plus two equals penicillin. True. That's science. That's science. Um, Science sometimes, I find, um, does really stupid studies. Mm -hmm. Um, Oftentimes, I want to be like, why aren't you spending this on AIDS research? When they're like, we found that a plant can make you happy. Like Um, looking at it? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Just really obvious, stupid things. And you're always like, thanks, science. Um, In that voice, because I'm a dork. We did a 10-year study to find that people enjoy the sunshine. Yes, exactly. Um, Sometimes they do really terrible science. Um, Science that is based on maybe social assumptions Mm -hmm. or the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's valid science. Please, please (laughs) give me some examples. Okay, so recently, Japanese researchers did a study where they proved that men who were on antibiotics were more trusting of attractive women. And the rationale for this is that uh, the Japanese researchers were like, you know how women in spy movies are so untrustworthy? We should test that. Wait, we you should. Have- how do you test, like, how much you trust them? Like, will you get in a car if you don't know them? Or, like, yeah, will you well, take this candy from them? Basically, what they did is they set up a game for, like, a hundred single Japanese men. Um, and it was a game where they saw photos of a woman, of eight women, and the more money they gave the woman, the more they stood to earn in return. Um, but the game was rigged from the outset because all eight women were going to deceive them. There was also the rule that anyone could deceive you. And they found that the men on the antibiotics gave like $20,000 more to the women um, with uh, attractive headshots than the men not on antibiotics did. 
So the the practical usage of this study is... Don't go on antibiotics unless you want to get seduced and robbed by a succubus. Don't... If the next time you're on antibiotics and you think it's a good idea to go off with a sexy lady vampire, think twice. Think twice. Because she's not trustworthy. <laughs> this is exactly like the thing in the Kids in the Hall movie where the guy has like, these are pills that give worms to ex-girlfriends. <laughs> That is a very old reference. Well, it's fresh to me. If, <laughs> if you didn't hear it, it's new to you. <laughs> antibiotics will, like, fuck with you, though. I took uh, eye drop antibiotics a few years ago. Ooh. Like, I had, like, an eye infection. I took eye drop antibiotics, and they uh, made me super depressed. Oh, and God. I would, like, be walking on the street, and I'd start crying, because one time there was an episode of Alvin the Chipmunks where the dog died. That's so sad. Yeah, but it was totally because of the eye drops. And, like, as soon as I stopped, that was fine. That's interesting. It's also maybe partly to do with putting it in the eye instead of taking them orally. Oh, maybe. Because I know when I do vodka shots in my eye, um, it goes really drunk super fast. And you start crying about Alvin and the Chipmunks? All the time. Every time I have vodka. In the eye. Or the butt. Or the butt. A butt chug. A butt chug. A nice butt chug at the end of a long day. Or a vodka tampon. Why, why, really? why not I'll do, do no, all that? Elvin and the Chipmunks every time. You tell me what that means. Butt chug? Well, Alvin, I would like Alvin to know and the butt, butt chug. chug. Alvin and the butt chugs? Yes. They they really monk the butt chugs. Do you know when I was in college, I posed for photos for one of those, Naked? like... No, for those studies that they do, like, where they're, like... Like, the study you describe where they show you a picture of a woman. Yeah. Like, I made, like, 25 bucks being the woman in those pictures. Really? Yeah. I, like, oh, I always did the studies for, like, 10 bucks. Yeah, it was weird that they had one where it was, like, 25 bucks if we let you, like, take a picture of you being, like, happy and a picture of you being, like, sad. And then we'll, like, use those pictures as part of another thing where we need pictures of women being happy and sad. You're so photogenic, Abby. It was not that. It was any any woman who walked in off the street to get $25 for doing what about that. A man dressed as a woman. Probably, I don't know. It was the nineties. What about a chipmunk who butt chugs? I don't know. It was the nineties. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair but, enough. But it was like for some kind of like I don't remember what the actual test was, but it was like like a scientist took pictures of you, but they like said weird stuff to you to get different reactions on your face. It was very strange. Like vaginal. Like, you were supposed to, like... Distend. Yeah, there were some things where they were, like, think of something really good, and then they were, like, think of a boy you like, and then, like, say his name. Because it had something to do with that, but it was weird. That's weird to have scientists getting you all riled up like that sexually for science. Well, I think it was, yeah, to to see if your face changed when you were riled up sexually, as opposed to when you thought about that episode of The Chipmunks. Oh, my God, my face changes when I'm riled up sexually. Do you want to see it? Tell me how horrifying it is. Ah, she's a werewolf! So, all of our long-time listeners, and that would be Lauren's mom listening. Hi, mom! Do you know every time we do this, I just imagine us, like, we're just putting on a show for your mom. Like, Aww. we're, like, make her sit in the living room while we, like, sing and dance Annie. Like, that's how I feel that about this. so cute, and she looks at old photos of us and tries to visualize us. I guess I was thinking more just that we were, like, you know, giant overgrown children, and we're, like, you know, like, watch me tap dance! Like, in her drug dreams that she has every day at four. It doesn't mean your mom, your mom just dreams of you. I mean, I'll go to your house. I will perform for your mom. Yeah. I mean, don't tell the Minnesota authorities, but you should see what's in our basement. Uh, a theater to perform Annie for your mother? Exactly! Oh, beautiful. Anyway, um, a few episodes ago, we talked about 
the absurdo movie Olympus Has Fallen, which is about terrorists taking over the White House. And now there's another movie about terrorists taking over the White House, and it's called White House Down, which I think is more straightforward. Really, I, it doesn't make sense to me at all. I would think it was about that store, white and black market burning. I know you think everything is about white and black market, White House black market. You know, you the world to, is really black and white. Not everything is about stores in an upscale mall, Lauren. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so they're both the same thing. So it's like that no strings attached, friends with benefits a few years ago, except instead of casual sex with friends, the topic in common is uh, people exploding the White House. But um, I did a little bit of research about White House Down, and I just wanted to share with you all that the Secret Service agent played by Channing Tatum is named John Cale, who you may know as the violist from the Velvet Underground. Uh, spelled with a... Spelled with a C. Not, not the like K. the vegetable. Not like the vegetable. John Cale, C-A-L-E. First Google hit, if you know... Maybe you wanted to Google a name when you wrote it into a film script just to make sure it's not the same name of someone already famous. You know, like if you uh, were writing an action movie and you're like, Officer Michael Jackson is paired up with Officer Anna Nicole Smith. And you're like, these are new, fresh names I came up with. Right. <laughs> these were clearly written by 12-year-olds. This script was written by 12-year-olds. I mean, why would anyone, I guess, involved in the making of an action movie about exploding the White House necessarily know about the Velvet Underground? But I just thought it was funny. Does Jamie Foxx play President Lou Reed? Who knows? See If you see the movie, tell me, but also don't see the movie. And also, if you see the movie, probably don't listen to this. No, that movie's going to be awesome. It's by the same guy who did Independence Day. And on that... Roland Emmerich? Yeah. Oh, he, he's the guy who did 2012. And on that... <laughs> okay, so... Um, if you know me, you know that there are only two things I like in the world, which are TV and ghosts. And true. True. I don't. I don't like. I mean, I like you when you're but on you TV. But you don't like the Goosebumps books in the shower. Yeah. Well, that's not just ghosts. That's like there's like a dummy and like slime that gets. A lot of them are about slime that gets you. Mm, slime's no good. No, I don't like that. But um, so I like ghosts, and I am from a town in Connecticut where uh, our famous residents are these famous ghost hunters like when I was growing up they're called the Warrens Ed and Lorraine Warren and they're like the people who were like the ghost hunters in the Amityville Horror and also in that movie The Conjuring that's coming out with like Lily Tomlin I don't know if you've seen the ads for that it's, it's got Vera Farmigia in a, some, oh, yeah. some real 70s disc. do you want to watch it? you have what? I have the d DVD oh really? oh yeah yeah okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so the people it's based on were these people from my town growing up and so, I mean, Gabby, I'm sold on this show. A and E, 13 episodes. Write it. Sorry, continue. Um, and so they were a couple. They hunted ghosts, and uh, the guy died, but the woman is still around. And they offer, like, these kind of, like, I don't know if you would call them tours. It's like an evening with Lorraine Warren. And uh, I signed up for it because I just like to throw my money away, and I'm a crazy person. And a few weeks ago, I went to it, and I went all the way back to Connecticut, and uh, they live very far from the train, so I had to, like, take this taxi up this, like, giant hill Ooh, to go to this house. Well, this Well, everyone was there in their cars, and then, like, I'm there getting out of a taxi, and I was like, if this is a horror movie, I'm either the first person who gets killed, or I'm the person who is killing everyone. 
But you're the first. You're Jewish. You're first person. Is that? Is yeah. that? A, I, I guess I never. One of the things. You're a slutty Jew. I am. Too. Yeah. My my tits were everywhere, yeah. and I was butt chugging pretty hard. <laughs> but um, so it was like this thing where you meet. She's like 80 years old. You talk to her for like five minutes, and then they take you through this like museum they have in their basement that's like all of their like trophies from their like ghost hunts through throughout their their long and storied career and it's me and like just all these other people who are in groups and I was like who the fuck are these people like they seems like very like suburban regular right and um you were supposed to drive around to a few different spots on the tour and I obviously didn't have a car I also can't drive but so then the guy running the tour had to drive me from spot to spot and we would like have to make awkward conversation in the car when we went to these different like ghost hunting sites in town. Do you think he was a ghost? I don't think he was a ghost because he um, was very good at driving. Oh, I didn't know that was a fact about ghosts. I mean, I wouldn't. I I would think it would be like so if I can't drive. DUIs. If I can't drive, how could a ghost drive? I see your think. Think logic. about it. Think about I see it. it. But, like, half the time it would be, like, he would just be making, like, small talk with me, like, what do you do? And the other half of the time he would be, like, I know that life beyond death, death exists. I have proof. That's terrifying. And he'd be, like, and also, I know that your pets join you. I have proof. Wow. They should make that, like, the new scary ride at Disney World <laughs> where they just have a driver driving you around slowly, being normal half the time, and then saying crazy things. Well, I mean, this was a ghost-related tour, so it was in keeping with right. I mean, They're, like... Their whole thing is they're, like, sort of, like, mystical, but also, like, Catholic, so it it all kind of goes together. But it's very disjointing. It's like when you're in a cab late at night, and your taxi driver, like, loves you and is flirting with you, and he's like, where'd you grow up, honey? And you're like, Minnesota, and then two seconds later, he goes, death tall juice. And you're like, you can't say both. We can't have both these conversations. I guess some of my OkCupid dates have gone like that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it it was disconcerting. But, uh, so you take all these stories, but then for some reason at the end, there's like a two hour dinner at the end of this thing where they just like seat you randomly at this table. And so I was like, I guess I'm going to find out who the fuck all the other idiots are who paid money for this. And I got seated between like this group of like, kind of like white wine drunk, like real housewife type ghost hunters. And then this like bro ghost hunter. That's amazing. And they all like were really active and like, like they were surprised that I wasn't like they were, and this is just like. I guess this is just a hobby that people have now because of all the ghost hunting shows on TV. Yeah, like the 4 p.m. slot. Yeah, all the par- your paranormal states and your whatnot. But they were just like, they were, you know, these uh, white wine drunk ladies were very fun. And, you know, someone's mom, very regular seeming, but they'd be like, oh, yeah, we have a ghost in our house. He flushes the toilet all the time. I, you know, I told my husband to stay out of his way. And like, we like to go to the abandoned insane asylum. And they were like, oh, honey, you're here by yourself. And I was like, yeah, none of my girlfriends wanted to come. And they were like, you should get your girlfriends into it. You should start a ghost hunting group with them. It's fun. It's fun. Ghost hunting groups, the new book clubs. I mean, it's significantly. You should do this trend piece. Significantly more exciting than book clubs. That's amazing. And then, like, this, the bro ghost hunter guy was like, he was there by himself, too, and he was literally, like, saying the word bro. Like, he'd be like, bro, look at this picture of, like, a floating orb that I got in a graveyard on my phone. <laughs> and he, that's what he was showing us. And he was, like, wow. he was also, like, so, like, such, like, a kind of, like, pushy male approach to ghost hunting where he's like, yeah, I know you're supposed to, you know, say a, say a St. Christopher prayer of protection, but, like, I totally don't do that. <laughs> he's like, and then they follow me home, and I don't even care. Gabby, I want to watch this TV show so badly. What? Real Housewife Ghost Hunters? Yeah. 
I would love to watch that show also. You need to get on this. I, I mean, was, you were just giving away comic gold. It was fascinating being around them. I Can I order this script? I will pay you $10. <laughs> and the wine was not complimentary, let me tell you, but they just, they just kept it going. Oh, that's nice. And then I... So, are you going to form a ghost hunting group? Well, Lauren, will you be in my ghost hunting group? You can't. You can't read that. No. You can't, I, oh, are you trying to high five me? Yeah, that was the sound of a high five. Yes. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Pretty good. That's a formation. That was us killing our first ghost with a high five. You you're, you're not there to kill them. You're there to like you know soothe them, understand them, soothe them. Probably. Well, aren't you just the Jennifer Lawrence of ghost hunting? Like, I'm just really, like, friendly and likable. Yeah. I'm going to fall down while I ghost hunt, but in a charming way. Yeah. Silver Linings Ghost Book. Yeah. Yeah. You'll probably photobomb a ghost. Yeah, I've probably already done that, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, ghosts are really serious. Don't fuck around with them. <laughs> Thank you. Our episode is over, Lauren, you groovy beatnik. Oh, she's saying that because I ate a pot edible. I sang it because you were wearing tight black pants and no shoes. Like a... No! Like some kind of California, California. That's, that's hippie. That's not beatniks. A, I mean, uh, DVDB boo. <laughs> We're enemies podcast just in time. DVDB boo do body boo. If you enjoyed this podcast. Because you are a dum-dum, uh, perhaps you would like to give us a positive rating on iTunes. Or maybe you like beatniks. We have a Tumblr, thisamericanvag.tumblr.com, which if you do Tumblr, you could follow that. You could follow me on Twitter, Gabby underscore Moss, G-A-B-Y underscore Moss. I'm not going to give Lauren's Twitter handle because she, she didn't earn it. For the love of God, rate us on iTunes, please. I have a lot of self-worth hanging on this. Be-dee-boo. Bye.